listening to SBS On The Money with Ricardo Gonsalves. Hi everyone, it's your daily 10-minute business and finance news wrap for this Thursday, the 31st of March 2022, the final day of the quarter, and shares rose 6.4% in March. Where to next? We'll explore that in a few moments. But first, a record. 423,500 job vacancies are in the economy. That's 200,000 more since before the pandemic, with 23.5% of businesses hunting for staff at the moment. It means job seekers are in a good position. For more, I spoke earlier with Callum Pickering. He's the Chief Economist at Indeed. Well, it reflects the fact that the Australian economy is running pretty hot right now, and that's creating tremendous demand for talent, across the country and across each and every industry. The Australian unemployment rate is currently 4% and and based on these vacancy figures, we can expect it to uh, tighten further in the coming months. So if we do reach closer to full employment, right, won't a lot of these roles go unfilled? And how is that a problem? As we inch closer to full employment, skill shortages are going to become an increasing challenge for a lot of recruiters. Anecdotally, we're already hearing that. We know that recruitment has become more difficult over the the past 12 months. And from a business perspective, what that means is that there will be a a number of critical roles that do go unfilled or take longer to fill. And that can impact the ability of Australian businesses to meet their full potential. Ultimately, will it lead to wage rises and what will it mean for the RBA? Well, textbook economics says that as the labour market tightens, that should lead to greater wage competition and eventually higher wage growth. That hasn't eventuated yet, but expectations are the wage growth will pick up over this year and next year. Right now, there's increasing pressure on the Reserve Bank to raise rates. Uh, The labour market is tight, inflation is high and and rising further. Um, And obviously, there, there is those expectations around wage growth. There is a distinct possibility that the RBA may raise rates as soon as their May meeting, particularly if inflation comes in hot um, in in April. But if not, uh, it it certainly appears likely that the RBA will be raising rates in the second half of this year. So um, this rise in job vacancies, is it purely a a function of the the closed borders and COVID or is is it more than that? Well, There's a mixture of factors. Uh, One factor is is clearly the demand for talent is very high. The economy is uh, pretty strong right now, supported by a range of fiscal measures that have come through. Um, But border closures are likely also having an impact as well, particularly in areas such as accommodation and food services, uh, retail, arts and recreation, that have traditionally relied on uh, employing younger people which is the area that has been most affected by these border closures throughout the pandemic. Okay, final piece of advice. What would you say right now to those people who are either in work or looking for work and maybe looking to change? And what's your advice for employers and business owners? Well, this is the most favourable job market for job seekers since at least 2008. Job seekers have more bargaining power in terms of wages and benefits, more control over where and how they work. If I was a a job seeker who maybe thought that I deserved a little bit more money, um, I would certainly be dipping my toes into the job market because there are a lot of opportunities available and there are going to be businesses desperate to fill roles, which puts me in a great bargaining position. For businesses, uh, though, it's a challenging environment. It's one of the most challenging ones that most recruiters will ever have faced. They need to be aggressive in terms of their hiring. They need to consider higher wages if that's appropriate because 
high wages is always an excellent way to attract more candidates. That is Callum Pickering there, the Chief Economist at Indeed. The Australian share market started the day stronger and was in the black for most of the session until we saw some tumbling oil prices. So by the close, a 200 declined by 0.2% to 7,499. For more, earlier, Sarah Conti spoke with Ben Clark. He's a portfolio manager at TMS Capital. It's been a surprisingly reasonable quarter. Um, the ASX has actually been one of the best performing markets globally in the last three months. And that's because we do have such a heavily concentrated exposure to resources and energy. Um, these are sectors that are generally good to own in rising bond yield environments. And also, of course, the Russian conflict has created a spike in a lot of the prices of commodities. So what will likely drive the market from here? Well, there'll be a lot of talk around the upcoming federal election um, and also, of course, Russia. But it will all, I think, come down to rates. The size, speed and scale that central banks around the world embark on the, in, the, in this rate rising cycle is going to affect asset prices across the world. And, and that's for the share market as well. So how quickly and how hard they go, but most importantly, that where they top out will be a big factor for how the rest of the year performs. So Qantas uh, has outlined a plan to achieve net zero emissions by 2050. This move to green credentials, how important is it at the moment? Why? And is it something that investors are expecting? It's getting increasingly important virtually every day. And, and the main reason for that is, is that there is a rapidly shrinking pool of capital that's able to invest in companies that haven't committed to zero carbon. So it's almost like markets are actually pushing the world to a zero carbon outcome. If you're a company, um, you'll be able to borrow money cheaper. You'll be able to issue equity on more favourable terms because there's more capital that can invest in you or lend to you. And Telstra is Australia's most widely held stock. A new CEO, um, Vicky Brady, was brought in just yesterday, well, um, announced just yesterday. What do you make of it? Yeah, look, I, I think Andy Penn's done a pretty good job at Telstra. Um, he inherited probably one of the most difficult jobs on the share market. Um, I think he's, he's found ways to unlock shareholder value through his tenure. He's repositioned the company for some sort of growth going forward. But it has also been helped by the consolidation we've seen across the telco industry. Um, competitive pricing seems to have calmed down, and that's been a good outcome for Telstra as well. Ben Clark there, Portfolio Manager at TMS Capital. This SBS On The Money podcast is provided for informational purposes only. Content on this podcast should not be understood as constituting advice or a recommendation. It is not personal advice and does not consider your personal circumstances or objectives. You should contact a licensed professional before making any financial decision. Listener.